flamingo. It's episode two, season one, like a flamingo. As John Lennon once said, life's what happens while you're busy making other plans. But we're back, ladies and gentlemen. And this time, we promise to call you when we say we will. So let's start with something special. Off the back of their debut album, Malibu Condos, Timeshare 94 with a brand new single. It's a world premiere, whatever that means.
So that was Luxury Nights by Synchro Start, taken from the new album Ghost City, which we released on My Pet Flamingo just last week. Cassette sold out within an hour or so, I think. Uh, there's digital, still available. It's a great album. You really do want to check it out. And before that, of course, we introduced a new single by Timeshare94. It's a track called Lost Love. We'll be putting that up on the SoundCloud in the next few hours or so. That's the first release, uh, or the first track we've confirmed from Flamingo Funk Volume 2, which we're currently working on. Now, don't get too excited, it's a few months away. But, you know, the podcast being, we promised a weekly podcast, and we somehow ended up doing a quarterly one. But well, here we are, 2019, what have you been up to? Finally back. Um, no, it's, no, it's good to be back. Um... What have I been up to? Um, Vaporwave sample free project? Yeah, so um, I've, I've recently started a new project with a good friend of mine, Tom Hoskin, aka Love in Dust. Um, if you want to check him out, at the moment he makes kind of experimental electronic music, but we've. Um, we link it up in the uh, description. Yeah, 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 good plan. Um, we've we've uh, teamed up to do a kind of. Um, I guess it is Vaporwave, but. Um, I've heard the first couple of tracks, it does sound awesome, and it definitely sounds vapor-wavy, but the, yeah. I think the key thing is worth stressing, sample-free. So. Sample, sample-free, yeah, so all the, all the sounds are either, um, <clears throat> are either made by us playing live instruments, synths, guitars, drums, etc. or and then running them through the same kind of process that you would make in sampled. Basically. Yeah, exactly, vapor-wave. exactly. Or, I guess um, the most important thing is you yeah. don't have to think about appointing any lawyers yeah, exactly. to do with copyright. <laughs> That's making yeah. me feel a bit relaxed, if I'm um, honest. Yeah, yes, yeah. So, 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 so it's gathered from us Changing playing, subject. playing, <laughs> playing instruments, or we've done some sort of some uh, field recordings as well, like just recording textures right. and stuff like that. That sounds quite pretentious. Oh, okay, field yeah. recordings. It's not the nineteen seventies. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a legitimate thing. It's a legitimate thing for, ge- for you know people who do geography. Like <laughs> um, yeah, but basically, basically recording um, original songs um, and then. Uh, slowing them down and chopping them t- chopping them to bits so, the same, yeah, so coming back to the point again it's the same thing but you're not sampling yeah. you've taken the time to record the music in your first first case yeah, we're going to exactly. um, preview some tracks from that in the next episode of the pod which will be good looking forward to doing that I did have a bit of a glimpse to demos uh, which still need mastering and they're sounding proper so we'll come back to them in, a, in the next episode hopefully um, me I've been trying to sell my house mm. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to jinx it, but I've seen a proper nice house and given that obviously we run the label from home and stuff, a bit more space for that. So It's all about the garage as well. <clears throat> Converting the garage into a studio. That's, that's the outrageous. We'll see anyway. Out- like I said, space. let's not talk about it anymore, but needless to say, it's been busy. Christmas and everything it always takes over. But, you know, um, we did appreciate the response we got to the first episode. It was amazing. Definitely. Nearly 2,000 plays. Um, I know there's some questions because we asked for questions quite a while ago when we were originally planning to do episode two. <coughs> but one of them is touching on uh, whether we'll bring the podcast to Spotify, Google, Acast, iTunes, and all that. Where well, we are working on that, mm-hmm. so we will try and get that sorted for this episode. In the meantime, we'll always we'll always host them on SoundCloud originally, but um, we're going to try and make them all available through all of your podcast ho- hosting apps in the future. Yes, you, indeed. Did you want to? Um, why don't we why don't we take some of the questions because we did have a load we yeah that was 65 that was, comments I yeah i was gonna say that was um <coughs> that was a massive part of the uh, feedback we got from the first episode was um making your questions questions and um comments that yeah, we got yeah. On, yeah from yeah. our from our band camp posts we made um so we went through and obviously we can't uh we can't read them all out we well, can't we could, all but of it'd, them. Be a long it'd be a long it'd be an awfully long 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 podcast so we've kind of um 
cherry randomly, picked a couple of them. Really. Well, randomly. Oh, you, you, well, no, you were going to say cherry picked. Yeah. I, that's, that's being kind to the to the winners who yeah. made it through. Yeah. I was going to say we randomly picked them so that those who ask questions we don't answer, don't feel offended. But okay, I don't well, let's, really well let's go with that then. All right, let's no, go with that. We've randomly selected some questions. <laughs> um, so why don't you kick one off? Anyway? Cool, wicked. So this is from uh, Phil Rivers. Can we just, before you read the question, can we just reassure people that well, not reassure, warn people that we might not have anything interesting or useful to add to the debate, but we, well, we, we appreciate well, we, the question anyway. All we can do is our best end of the day, really, isn't it? All we can do is our best. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so we, so we have a question here from Phil Rivers, which uh, ties into something we've already spoken about, actually, briefly, which was, um, he said, uh, considering it's called um, Flingo Funk Volume 1, when can we expect future volumes? Yeah, I think he went on to say, so I only took down part of the question, but I think he went on to say something, are we going to see it annually? I think we're going to try and do it more often than that. I don't know how many we're going to do. Um, we do a similar series with Time Slave Recordings, which is uh, Future Sounds. Yeah, so we've done, we've done, done two, two volumes two of volumes that. that yeah. uh, it's, you know, we're working with Eric, who we're going to have on a podcast at a later date to... Um, uh, to come up with a track list for volume two, this is exciting. Like the first he was, one was um, he played an integral, <coughs> integral part to the um, yeah, he's a great guy. Looking forward one. to doing an episode with him. We're just um, we're sorting out the logistics for that because obviously, being in different time zones, uh, different continents, it can be a bit tricky. But mm. you know, the first, the first volume was amazing and the feedback we've had from people it seems like a lot of people not everyone obviously but a lot of people are sort of seeing it as like an anthology because we picked out so many classics and we do want to make sure that volume two is just as exciting to the right blend of uh classic tracks and maybe with a few exclusives this time around as well but you know continuing to work with some massive artists and stuff but yeah so future volumes don't know but this one in particular we've already started working on it Early stages, though. Yeah, I think we've got about four or five tracks nailed down, and um, mm. yeah, we'll, it'll be a similar format to the first one, which which uh, we're very proud of, and hopefully everyone's now received their copies and loves it as much as we did. Exactly. Um, should we move on to another one? Yellow K Records, is it? Yes, Yellow K Records. Um, Just so bear in mind, these questions come through the Bandcamp app. We'll probably do the same thing through... Uh, Vapor Vinyl and maybe the Vaporwave um, uh, subs on Reddit as yeah. well because loads of people it's a great little community actually yeah and loads of people did comment when we posted the first podcast so we will reach out to everyone and make sure everyone has enough chance to get questions in but go on sorry mate I have to interrupt to do that um, yeah Yellow K Records has asked us how do you guys pick your releases are you trying to curate classics or just stuff you're into or both um, I guess I was the first person to sort of start the label and we obviously we work hand in hand on it but it was my passion in the first instance the vaporwave from the future funk side of things um it's yeah both, though, i guess it, really? it is both I, I think it did start with it started with an idea of getting some of the classics onto vinyl because the same thing we saw with time slave recordings there's so much stuff that the scene let's take synthwave as an example has been going on for years and years right back to 2010 you know mm-hmm. certainly well before drive but drive was <clears> like 2011 so we're going years now and there's so many classics. Years. yeah and there's so many classics that never made it onto vinyl because it just wasn't a thing journeys in those days. time cop 1983 that comes to mind yeah yeah but that's that's not even that old but no but, but, but i take your point yeah and so yeah it was like you know oh hang on a second there's a few people doing vinyl in this scene and as a collector and a fan I started buying the records first but there is a big gap and there will be people who will always want to see more of the original classics well and you want to do want to complete a collection 
Yeah, and help people to build one. So yeah, cur curating classics is part of it. And then in terms of new releases, is it just stuff you're into? Yeah, I suppose one or both of us might spot something that catches the eye mm -hmm. or the ear, whatever, and we'll approach people and ask them if they want to release it on vinyl. And so that can be new and old stuff. But we do do get people making submissions, and I, you know, I, it's hard to listen to. It. There's a lot of stuff comes through. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that comes through, and it and it, we can't obviously do something with everything that we receive. But we're always grateful for people sending their submissions. And I, there is one record that we're working on at the moment that has come through submission. So, you know, we'll give more information on that at another stage. But yeah, I suppose it is a bit of everything, really. What do you want to hear on vinyl? I suppose we ask that question all the time. What do what does Yellow K Records want to see? I'm assuming he's a record label himself. How do you put your releases? Yeah, Yellow K Records. Yeah, don't just throw it on me. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know. Cool. Um, should we do some more? Or yeah, let's do one tunes? more. Let's, do, let's we'll do, do one more. We'll do one more. One more and then we'll play some tunes. Um, this is from Brothers, Brothers Younger. Uh, do you think that 3.5 inch floppy disks and VHS tapes will be possible formats next year? I'm going to jump in straight away and say that VHS tapes, um, we've seen them, uh, we've seen other labels do them, US based labels doing them, and we really wanted to release um, the Malibu Condos V2.0 Timeshare 94. There's a video put together for Yeah, it. yeah. I put together. Um, so whole, do you know VHS. somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, do, do we, do we know, does anyone know somewhere? European-based? Europe, Europe, or I mean UK ideally, um, that does VHS duplication because we've, 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 we've searched <clears> and <throat> we can't find anything and we'd absolutely yeah. love to. And as for the 3.5 inch floppy disks, I've got a Wave Shaper 3.5 inch yeah. floppy, floppy disk. Uh, it's a gimmick. I mean, it's nice. It's a nice collector's thing, but I can't imagine myself ever seeing I mean I no. 3.5 inch floppies aren't a proper audio format really not not as far as I'm aware I can't remember anyone ever particularly producing music on them in the first instance they're just a storage device the um mini discs though the um we keyboards them. though I think quite keyboards used to have um samples, oh, samples, samples and stuff, and stuff <coughs> okay on, on, on right. floppy disks I mean maybe I don't know for us though the mini discs what, what was the what was the thing I saw the other day um burner phone Burner phones, yeah. As a vaporwave format. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I kind of feel like we stretched it enough. Yeah, I think... I think Cassettes for me. Wax cylinders. Cassettes and that's vinyl, <laughs> that's the main one. And mini discs yeah. as well. And we have got more mini discs coming out soon, because I know quite a few people got excited when and bought mini discs. I, I, do you know what? I love I went and bought a mini disc player I off the back of us. With so, did I. <laughs> so did I. Actually, no, actually, I had Tom. Good shout, shouting out Tom Hoskin again. I had Tom go and pick one up for me, didn't I? In East London. In East London. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough chat from us. Yeah. Let's play some tunes. Um, so we got a new track, or it's quite a new track, by Turnboy95. This is Divine Love. Let me see it. Right upside down.
That was Turnboy 95 with Divine Love. After that, Future Girlfriend and Pink Dance. And finally, Aloe Island Posse, Oceanfront. Absolute banger. Coming from the album Anthology, which is coming out on vinyl in the next few weeks. Ooh, We're waiting for it to arrive. We don't do pre-orders anymore. That's the plan anyway, as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to leave you waiting six months for your vinyl. So Unacceptable behaviour. Unless your postman's really lazy. Yeah, which or does a particularly to long um, paper round. Or if you live really far away, sometimes. Yeah, we can't make any promises for that. We'll, we can get it out the door quickly, though. Yeah, but then at that point, I'd no our job is done, you know? <laughs> Don't say that. Don't <laughs> say that. If you ever have any problems with yeah. deliveries, do jobs line. We'll give you tracking if there's anything damaged and lost. I'll be sat there. We can sort it out. I'll be sat there answering your emails personally. Yeah, right now you're on. The, <laughs> you're doing well. So we should go back to the mailbox because we, yeah. we're, this episode's going to mainly be questions, I think, because we had so much feedback from you guys. Before that, though, I just remembered we did announce a signed giveaway two copies to be won on vinyl of uh, Timeshare 94 Malibu Condos obviously that's now sold out but we did keep a couple of copies back signed ones as well so do you want to announce the winners yes indeed Um, so it's Bandcamp users Wisest Pug congratulations and Andrew Kelly so no idea where you're from or who you are at this point no affiliation you yeah. did not pay us to win this competition. We will dig out your contact details through the Bandcamp app, send you a message, and we're doing other giveaways in the future, so if you missed out, then tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the mailbox. Before that, can you do me a favour? You did this for the Timeshare podcast, and I want you to do the same here. I want Time the slave old Timeslave podcast. My mistake, yeah. Quite close, um, those two names. Yeah, so, <laughs> Say no more. Um... Can you do me a favour? Can you add... The, I want the dial-up broadband. No, forget broadband. I want the dial-up antenna. <laughs> the really, the one um, where you used to have to like, be like... AOL. The phone's been AOL. engaged for six hours because dad's on eBay. You've got mail. Oh, eBay, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, eBay. On mm. eBay. <laughs> eBay. Yeah, yeah, dad's on eBay again. Uh, Not that we're saying that our dad, or my stepdad and your dad, was um, had... <laughs> Bad porn yeah, let's just let's just see. This yeah. probably makes you in the nineties. This makes you feel more uncomfortable than it does me. And it wouldn't have been videos. I know internet porn in the nineties. Like, waiting what, half an hour, like hoping no one. You comes like in that? The room. Like like the, the top of the pictures, line by like, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like someone's drawing it on an extra sketch for you or something. <laughs> Sounds quite exciting. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to know that about you, my little brother. Should we go back to these questions? I got one here from Sammy Bly. I'm going to say it's Sammy Bly. Sammy Bly. My Sammy. question is, how would you describe Vaporwave to someone who doesn't know what it is and what albums would you suggest they first listen to? So in terms of how you describe it, I've had this conversation quite a few times. Uh, like, I, think I, I go to, to the post office and Sandy... Um, oh, shout outs to Sandy, shout by the to way. Sandy. He's amazing. He got us a box of chocolates at Christmas. We put so much business through yeah. this branch before um, the Christmas break. He's a great book. Um, he asked me what it is that we do. And obviously, aside from the job itself, he did ask me what the music was. I tried to explain it. Well, synthwave and is easy to explain, isn't it? It's easier to explain yeah. because you sound like a pretentious twat if you start talking about consumerism and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know all, all that all that side of things. But I did like uh, there's that line in the St. Pepsi song, which I think we'll play in this episode actually, where he says, um, "Slowed some Scott music down, yeah, slowed some music down, and called myself an artist." I yeah, quite yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. We're all guilty of that at times, and it goes further than that. Obviously, I'm yeah. only joshing, really. But what albums would they listen to? Oh man, yeah, how could you narrow it down? Late Night Delight. 
That's one of my. That's a good starting point. Yeah, late night tonight would be my was my starting point. That's how I heard about it first. But hip vibes, uh, death dynamic shroud. Um, there's loads of albums, man. I don't want to pick out individual albums because there's so many. You all know who the best albums are, but there's so much to listen to. But you can't go wrong with starting with Late Night Delight, I think. That's the first album that I um, heard of and proper, proper proud to have released it on vinyl. Um, you could start you could start with Late Night Delight and, and, and Hit Vibes and that would just kind of set you off on a vapor wave. I just and a, sound and a, like a St. Pepsi fanboy though. Or oh, luxury. So. Um, yeah. Do you want to ask, what's this other question? Colin Reed, you can ask um, <clears throat> Colin Reed. Um, Colin Reed, do you think vaporwave with a U? Oh, that's a, that's no, a, that might be that, me. That's oh, me. okay, okay. That's that might me. be that might be Apple it's Notes. A, it's an autocorrect because yeah, auto it's correct. changed to vaporware. Okay. If you Sorry, Colin Reed. Um, do you think vaporwave or associated genres could ever push their way to mainstream? Um, sorry, mainstream following and appeal. Um, I'm going to say it kind of it kind of elements of it already have in yeah, um, look, like SoundCloud rap and mumble rap. There's definitely oh, so mumble. mumble rap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what, who's that? Um, is it Ariana Grande? Someone like that. Their video had like vaporwave, like. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a there's a there's a there's a track. Dolphins and blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it is Ariana Grande. There's a track actually, um, Dr Pepper, and I can't remember who it's by. And do you know what I want to say? It's literally vaporwave aesthetic. The day all before over the, shop. the day before your uh, your son was born, we went in. Was it Primark? Primark, yeah, if you're yeah. not aware, Primark's like the most high street of shops. It's kind of like, I think, I think it's like, tar- like Target, maybe. Target, like, maybe, in, yeah. In and they had Fanta, bright know. orange Fanta logo jumpers yeah. and stuff like that. Like, they've, they, everyone's gone 90s yeah. and vaporwaves. Yeah, yeah so, everyone's wearing a less. So, yeah, it's, you are, anyway. Well, yeah. It's all gone mainstream cool. already. <clears throat> um, but the, I think he, he does also add, he, he's asking whether it needs to remain a bit fringe to be itself. And that's the thing, that is the point, is that people will hijack the aesthetic. You'd yeah. see that going back to the rave scene. Well, you can see that we're going back to like punk. Everything, everything. And after, after a while, it becomes, it becomes popular to the point where it, it loses its kind of original. Well, because everyone tries to replicate the stuff that made it get big mm-hmm. because they want to make that, they want that, they want that recognition, they want that money perhaps. But also because the pop, because pop culture steals all of the um, ideas that made it great and then spits them out, people get bored of it anyway. So it does change. So I guess it needs to remain a bit fringe to be itself. And you see that, like a lot of the stuff that's coming out now is still more challenging. It's, it's less uh, mainstream. But Future Funk, without doubt, is more it's, poppy than yeah. Wave. Yeah. So I'm not sure. We've probably had a couple of beers now, so I'm not sure how well we've answered that question. Should we just play some tunes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, speaking of um, tracks that we've um, found ourselves, because going back to the original question about how we pick our releases, this isn't a clue because we've not approached the guy, but Jiketsu96, I think is the name. That was the Bandcamp uh, address, but the name's in uh, script, uh, Chinese script, it looks like. Um, Human Body, What a Legend, from the album Ha Ha Technology.
Rocket Flamingo. Paradizzle with Soul Good from the album Vapor Dizzle, and before that, Haircuts for Men with track 12. I've written track 12. God knows what it's going to be. <laughs> I'd have to get into all sorts of Google Translate. This is kind Are we of even a... supposed to be saying Haircuts for Men anyway? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah rest Forbidden of the creme. Um, I feel like this is going to be a recurring problem with us trying to read out the kind of titles. Of I don't think I thought this through, yeah, because we were so used to it in the Time Slate podcast where it's just like, you know, this is whatever this is this and now like almost everything I mean am I supposed to do you know with Synchro Star for example are you supposed to try I wonder how Kyle read? feels about the fact that I don't do the forward slash forward slash maybe, yeah. he's, maybe he's offended maybe that's an integral part of the name or maybe it's sure. a silent forward slash forward slash yeah 
yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we got one more question. One more. Uh, one more question from Auli here. Well, two questions in one actually. Um, Cheeky. Yeah, not gonna let you get away with that next time. As we get more and more listeners, there's no, there's no two questions. You pick your no question. Time you tell us questions. which one you want, and we'll answer that one and only that one. Um, first up. Now that Future Funk's on its high, should it still be considered part of the vaporwave genre, or is it a completely independent genre, albeit with its roots in vaporwave? Um, yes, the second part is, well, my, is my opinion. An independent genre. There's overlap. This of course, there's me, overlap. This reminds me of the hardcore scene in and house scenes, rave scenes, basically in the UK. I always go back to this because yeah, I was going to say always go back to this. <laughs> no, you're listen. I'm, I'm an old man now. Right? <laughs> back um, in my day. Yeah, I, I I remember these songs before they were samples. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I sound even older there. Yeah, well, so anyway, so um, yeah, going back to those days, and there used to be like in the rave scene, there was house, there was techno, there was hardcore, there were all these different splinter genres. Hardcore then split into jungle and drum and bass. But they all linked. Happy hardcore. Linked and for a core. while, they coexist. You go to yeah. raves where you'd have, um, you know, a load of DJs from all of those different scenes playing one after the other on the same stand to the same audience until they ended up wanting bigger venues where you'd have to have split a jungle stages. room yeah, yeah, yeah. and a hardcore room. I've been to and a, a garage room <laughs> Ooh. Um, and I hope it doesn't happen like that because actually it just divides things and for this scene to continue to be interesting yeah. to be engaging new people which is important as well mm-hmm. um, it does need to hold firm for as long as it can and so for me I would never want to see this podcast or our label split apart so that we've got to have, you know, one channel for Vaporwave and one channel for Future Funk because some people don't want to listen yeah. to one or the other. Well, anymore. I've got two things to say in 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 regards to that is um, the because it's two genre, two separate genres doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to pull any less of the same kind of um, group of people because I think lots of people that listen to Vaporwave also listen to Future Funk. Yeah, it's well. possible. So I don't yeah, think there's it, necessarily going to be like a like a like a rift between the two. Um, no one's saying that we should get fucking pitchforks and start fighting <laughs> in the streets <laughs> to the death. <laughs> death to vaporwave. Yeah, vaporwave died. I think several um, years ago. Anyway, but. I think. Um, ooh. God, it went dark then. I thought you were gonna. Um, like, yeah. Um, and the other, the other thing I was gonna say before I forget is, um, I think that future funk has got a much more mainstream appeal to it. Anyway. That's what I just said about a minute ago. So I'm really, really. Well, I'm just doubling. I'm just, I'm just agreeing with what you, with what you said. Then, because <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's obviously got no links with, with house and dis- I don't know disco edits. And I'm going to disagree with you slightly, but that's fair enough. I just Everyone's think that, their own opinion. I just think that <laughs> I think that all right, they are two genres, but I'm quite protective of the idea that they. I'm more than no, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy for them to both live in the same house, but it's okay for them to have two different, you know, rooms. They don't have to sleep in the same room. <laughs> you make me sound like a creepy dad who's making why are you making why are you making my brother and my sister sleep in the same room it's like it's not like that that's not what I'm saying I think it's best that we move on yeah. um, his second question or Auli his or her second question looking for the solution to pressing classics like hip vibes and late night delight in larger numbers stop doing bootlegs wait wait <laughs> would buying sample rights be an option or do we need to change copyright laws in general 
there was a there was a post on Reddit recently where someone who's done law and perhaps we can try and dig out the link and see if we put it in the um, description. Uh, hopefully, we really find it. If not, one of you guys can perhaps. There is a bit of um, of an issue with copyright laws in that no one quite they're not they're not they don't seem to be distinct. They're quite fluid, as in the idea of like um, what's a legitimate change. <clears throat> So, how much have you fundamentally transformed something? Now, clearly, pressing play at a lower speed on a track that's already been written and not doing anything else to change, apart from the philosophical discussion you might have about that, there's not much of a change in use there. Um, so, yeah, copyright laws. It depends how much work you put into changing it. I think that you could make a case that quite a lot of the Future Funk and Vaporwave that we love, <clears throat> they've it's done had, enough. Had, had There's a lot changed. of work. They're, they're doing a lot of work yeah. um, to change um, the original track. Yeah. And that's okay. Make it, it but, but there's no question that labels are worried about copyright. Mm -hmm. And so they do small runs. Look at Hit Vibes, the one he mentions, or you mention, Ali. Um, Hit Vibes was only pressed on a small number and it's got promo only stamped across it. It hasn't got a cut picture sleeve. It's just a black sleeve. And that isn't really going to change because you can't just go releasing thousands of copies of a record like that and expect Michael Jackson not to be on the blower asking you for a cut because he's you've used um, he's not going to be asking you himself is he? <laughs> no, no, especially after that documentary that came out at the Sundance Festival the other day. We'll talk about that another time, perhaps. Um, so, yeah, I think we, we, we did talk about pressing numbers before. A lot of it comes down to smaller labels being worried about holding too much stock, not having enough cash to press in, press in advance, especially when people don't want to wait forever for their records to arrive anyway. Um, but... Yeah, I think for the right release, you might see more and more Vaporwave labels starting to license samples if they think that the track could make them the money back. But it does cost a lot and it does take a lot of time and effort. Which is why I think we're seeing as well, um, more and more people trying to make sample free. Sample free. Um, for example, <clears throat> artists yeah. like Runners Club, 95. Yeah. Um, Obviously, St. Pepsi is now now um, releasing his own sample-free stuff under or less sampled stuff. Less sampled stuff under under Skylar Spence. Should we um, um should we play a couple more tracks? Yes. We've got uh, many of you know we released Waterfront Dining's classic album Nightlights in Japan on uh, Time Slip Recordings recently. There's still a few copies of that left. We've sold well over 200, I think talking about handfuls left now so don't miss out on that this is a track from that album this is one night stand Thank you. 
like a flamingo.
That was Urshida's Cartridges with It's Time to Dance Your Socks Off from the album Escape to New York. And before that we had Waterfront Dining with One Night Stand. Um, we're running out of time, so let's um, let's have a couple more questions and comments. So um, we have something here from S3 Iton or Satan. I hope that's a nod to the um, uh, Satan. The... Where are we going with this? <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Um, <laughs> the uh, meat-free meat substitute thing. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just like, can you find it? I'm sure Egg- that's what it is, Satan. I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. Vegans and vegetarians yeah. are finding an excuse to bring it up in every bloody conversation. <laughs> This is a vaporwave Big podcast. Up. Anyway, <laughs> keep, your, keep, keep your food politics to yourself. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, are you done? Yeah, are you done? Yeah. Are you done? Um, anyway, so Satan um, has said, uh, "I hope the podcast takes off, so we can have a new way to uh, a new way of getting vapor news every week." Um, every week is probably a big ask. We've taken three months to do this one. Yeah, but we... Um, we are going to be back more often then. Yeah, definitely. Like maybe, <clears throat> maybe every two weeks? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll yeah, happens. we're going to try and do it fortnightly. That's the plan. That is the fortnightly, plan. and then we'll get it regularly as clockwork so you know what days they're coming out and stuff. We are going to get more organised now because we've yeah. enjoyed doing it and we were really grateful for the response that we got from the first episode. Yeah. Hopefully this one doesn't just bum. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> after, <laughs> I can not imagine, yeah. After all that, We've been yeah. talking about vegan politics. Ah. Get on with it. Another political um, question. Yeah, so I think, from I think this is also from Satan. Um, it sounds weird, though, doesn't it? From Satan. The question from Satan himself. Hi, Dad. <laughs> um, so his question is, uh, Vaporwave has always been a left-leaning ideology, but recently we've seen more extreme-slash-alt-right musicians getting involved. See Fashwave. Could this harm the community? Can I answer this? Yes. Fuck Fashwave. Yeah, no, that would be my... Have been my well, nothing else to say on it, really. Um, ignore it a couple of newspapers get interested there was an article about this in the synthwave scene about so called fashwave in the Guardian they named about three songs by two artists barely had any plays no one gives a fuck no one's listening to it if you you see Um, something it's not a thing if you see something that the art is is suggestive of that kind of thing you just fucking don't don't click on it don't listen to it just ignore it because the only thing you'll do by commenting or Sharing anything, even in disgust, is you're just you're just promoting. Let's not something. even talk about it anymore because it's not even a thing. There we are. All right. Anyway, um, it's good to be back. Just to wrap up, um, to remind you, obviously, the next episode, next time, we'll be catching up with Eric Hughes, Mr. Group Buy from uh, subreddit Vapor Vinyl of Sly Vinyl fame and co-curator of the Flamingo Funk series. Um, we're going to be talking to him about his passions, his favourite albums and stuff. and uh, Playing an exclusive from my project, just to plug that again. Yeah, Donor Lens. Um, we'll be playing an exclusive track from that. Anyway, just to wrap it up, any of you who picked up Van Porgum's mixtape, Summer Break, they've all been shipped. Hopefully you've started receiving them. And this is a track from that, which is by Miho Fujiwara, Heartbeat. <laughs>